You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. This episode is part of the Money Mastery series, and you can find the show notes for this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 86. You know, it is totally normal to give some coaching away while you're in coach training school. And no doubt your trainer will encourage that because they want you to practice coaching skills with as many people as you can as often as possible. You know, practice integrates learning. But the downside of offering free coaching over a long term is that it becomes increasingly difficult to shift from free to charging fees. What happens is resistance gathers within you, and and soon simply the idea of charging fees looms large in your mind. So that practice integrates learning thing kind of kicks you in the butt. And that's why many coaches get stuck in practice, or what I call perpetual student mode. It's critical to cross that threshold from offering free coaching to becoming a professional coach and charging fees sooner rather than later. You see, our brains have a need for order. Anything that you do repeatedly can become habit, and then your mind sets. That can be a positive thing, but some mindsets make you feel stuck. Take a moment here and just answer truthfully. Has your mind set on limiting beliefs having to do with charging your clients' fees? Here's some of the things I hear from new coaches. One is, I'm still inexperienced, so I shouldn't ask clients to pay. Or they think, how can I charge fees when I don't know what I'm doing? Or maybe they're thinking, why would somebody pay me for this? Or, more harshly, I'm a fraud. Let's look at them one at a time. First, it really helps to shift the way you think of coaching itself. Coaching is a skill set. I'm sure in jobs that you've had, you've had to learn a new skill set. Let's say you are suddenly given a new responsibility in your job. Chances are you showed some sort of promise, and that's why you were given the opportunity. And there's a learning curve, right? And maybe it's a whole new skill set. But here's the thing. Your employer pays you while you learn. It's a good faith practice. They know that you're going to integrate the learning by doing. So as a professional coach, you are the employer of yourself. Are you going to require that you know everything before you get paid? That would be super unreasonable. Do you know everything about coaching now? No, but no one does. I don't. And I've been doing it for 20 years. You are on a developmental path but you didn't start this journey of becoming a coach on ground zero. When you decided to become a coach, you already had a significant amount of communication skills. If you hadn't, you would not gravitate to doing this. You already knew how to listen, how to ask questions, how to support or inspire greatness in other people. No doubt your friends and colleagues sought you out as a sounding board, or even kind of a counselor. In fact, this zone of genius 
may have been with you for decades. So you need to give yourself credit for your skills, for all the things that you bring to the table. When I work with my clients to help them choose a niche and target an audience, I look really closely at zones of genius. You know, what are they bringing to the table already? You see, coach training has just enhanced your skills. It's not like you were starting at zero. So what about this thing of why would someone pay me? Well, that's really the wrong question to be asking. And so often when we get stuck on something, it's because we are asking the wrong question. So what's a better question? Here it is. What does my audience want so much they'll invest in my help to get it? Now that puts a spotlight in them, not on you. And that should ease things for you. And it is easy, actually, to find out what your target ideas want so much. So that's one of the other things that I really help my clients with. And that's the question you really need to answer in order to strategically attract paying clients. Which brings up the issue of charging little for your services. You know, I started this out talking about free, but what if you're charging a pittance? What if you're charging fees that are never going to pay you well enough to have a going concern? Well, that's a challenge too. So if you have graduated away from free to fee, but the amount that you're charging is still too low to earn well, you've got one foot in the professional realm and one in the student realm. And I want you to take it out of the student realm and put it together with the other foot. You are a professional coach. And more than that, you are a business owner. You're the CEO of your business. So you really need to step into that role. You know, there's a kind of trance that new coaches get into of striving so hard for results and yet not stepping back to think things through strategically. I flopped around without strategy for years when I started as a coach. And so I really get it. It's a tendency that people have because, you know, it's not as though you are a serial business owner. In most cases, the coaches I work with have never been a business owner before. And it's all new. So it takes a little bit of getting perspective, that 30,000 foot view to really do well in your coaching business. For example, I didn't think about profit until well into my coaching business. Episode 58 is all about planning for your profits. So if you haven't heard that one yet, go to prosperouscoach.com slash 58 and check that out because it's never too early to think about profit and to plan for it in your business. My belief is that any coach can earn well in their first year of coaching. And there are a lot of things you can do to make that easier for you. That's my mission, to help coaches launch with confidence. And I help my clients get everything linked up and congruent from their coaching niche to their brand, messaging, their website and content strategy. Everything is designed to attract clients who are eager and willing to pay. But every coach has to act the part to start powerfully. I've talked to you before about act as if. Act as if you are already there, already successful, already have clients on a wait list. The longer you hold yourself back in that student mode, the longer you deny yourself the right to be a professional. 
And the more likely it is that you'll just quit this path altogether, which would be so sad. So if you have been thinking of yourself as a fraud, consider this. For some reason, the imposter syndrome seems to be wired into humanity. Nearly everyone feels like this, at least at some time, if not repeatedly, during the evolution of their business. Here's the thing I want you to continually remember. You are on a developmental path, growing and evolving. Everyone is. At any given moment, each of us is kind of a fraud to the next step and the next level. But let's replace that harshness and say instead something that's more positive. Instead of a fraud, think, I'm a trailblazer. The mere fact that you took the leap to become a coach and an entrepreneur means you have grit, determination, and a vision. Hold on to those things while you give yourself a big raise and own all that you bring to the table. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.